Yeah, yo, welcome back to Leading the Pack Pod, where I need a new table that, you know, doesn't have a problem with my mic moving. Is it moving right now? I really hope this thing isn't going to start catching the noises like it did for last episode. Hi, welcome back. I'm Vincenzo, your host. And we got JJ Watt news. He finally picked a team, and it's over. He picked a team yesterday, or as I'm recording this right now, as of Monday, he picked a team. And it's not the Green Bay Packers. My favorite player didn't sign on my favorite team. Yeah. You know. Let me just. let me. Oh, this thing's moving. It's definitely going to catch. Why is it? Oh, because. Yeah, whatever. Before I get distracted again. Let me tell you what I think about that signing. And how much I don't really care to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest, I was going to, yesterday I was screaming a lot, but it was mostly because I was with my buddy who's a Cardinals fan, shout out Rob Vatry. Yeah, my best buddy is a Cardinals fan. You should have seen, you should have, you should have, yesterday I didn't like that signing. Today I don't mind it after seeing that money. Well, I didn't mind it yesterday anyway, seeing, after seeing that money because he signed for Two years, $31 million, that's 15 and a half, and 23 of it is guaranteed money. That is an insane contract, if you ask me, for someone who's, you know, in sort of the twilight of his career. You're not getting 20, what is it, what year is it again? You're not getting 20, you're not getting J.J. Watt in his prime. This isn't like 2013, 20, no, this isn't, I'd say 2012. To about 2016 J.J. Watt. You're not getting that J.J. Watt. You're getting J.J. Watt, but it's not that same J.J. Watt. 30, 50, ah, $31 million for two years is kind of crazy. But it's the Cardinals. They had the cap space for it. So, hey, he got paid. I'm happy for him. But uh, I thought he was going for a Super Bowl, if you ask me. I thought he was going to be ring chasing. That contract and the team that he signed with really shows that maybe he ain't doing that because of all the teams to sign with to go for a ring cardinals that that that's your best option that's your best option the cardinals who is notorious for not winning a ring and i would have said the same thing about the browns but also uh the browns you know from what it looked like last year have a better future than the Cardinals. The Cardinals, they were look good at certain points last year, but the Cardinals? Really? Hey, he's gonna get, he's gonna be playing with Chandler Jones. He's gonna be lining up at defensive end with Chandler Jones on opposite sides of him. That's a pretty good deal, if you ask me. If you're a Cardinals fan. If you're J.J. Watt, what are you doing? If you uh, like, I'm happy for him at the end of the day. Uh, he's in a better franchise, I guess you could say, because anything is better than the Texans at this point. He reunited with uh, with Nuke, which is also good. But it's the Cardinals. They didn't make the playoffs last year. The the Bears made the playoffs over them, over the Cardinals. Of all the teams to choose. Now, they have a bright future with... They got, you know, they got Kyler Murray, uh, DeAndre Hopkins as their wide receiver one. 
and Christian Kirksey is wide receiver too. That's a pretty good wide receiver duel. Larry Fitz is still there. He's not the same Larry Fitz, but this is still Larry Fitz. He's got Chandler Jones at defense, Buda Baker. Uh, he's got Chandler Jones at defensive end, Buda Baker at the at, uh, safety. Uh, Patrick Peterson isn't the same player as he once was, but still also a pretty good player. And I think he came from the same draft class as him. I might be mistaken. I think. Hey, Google. When was Patrick Peterson drafted by the Arizona Cardinals? This is my yeah 2011 so it's from the same draft class so i guess sort of a familiarity with each other there also say hello to my new um to my new co-host as i prefer not to be just on the laptop kind of want somebody to talk to hey google what's up You see, she's not, you know, too good with sports, I guess you can say. Uh, hey, Google, who's your favorite football team? I wish the refs would form a team. They would abide by the rules so well. What? Now, so Google can improve, it would help to know how satisfied you are with my response. How would you rate it if one's the worst and five's the best? Can I say zero? It might be smart to ask around. I'm going to give that a one. The refs is... Yeah, that's my co-host, everybody. Say hello to Google... Uh, to my Google uh, Chrome thing. Whatever. My, my... Whatever it is. It's the newer one. Ah! Now that I got distracted, uh, he's got a pretty good defense to play with, but... At the end of the day, he had better defenses he could have played on. Still, Tyler Jones and J.J. Watt is going to be a crazy duo. Uh, I saw something with the. I saw a stat from the two uh, from since 2012. They are one in one and two in sack leaders. Uh, at the end of the day, that was eight years ago. You're talking about an eight year span. So I don't know if you really want to take that with a grain of salt or not. But uh, still a really good duel. There's still fantastic players that are not on the Green Bay Packers, but it's okay. Uh, still, that contract, as I said, it's a little nuts. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I feel like it would have been better with him going to the Browns, I feel like. Because he would have had a younger team to play with. With a little bit more, I think, upside. Now, if you're going to be comparing... I think the Browns were it was a better spot for him because of coaching. I'm not completely sold on Cliff Kingsbury because in his two years, he looked he he has games where he looks great. They played a great game against Buffalo. They beat Seattle. They've played some great they've beaten some good teams this year. But at the end of the day, am I sold on Cliff Kingsbury? Not so much. I feel like he would have had a better time with uh Stefanski and with the Browns. And plus he would have been playing with Miles Garrett. With uh, who else do they have? They, uh, I think Olivia. I don't know if Vernon is a UF is a UFA. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of hockey now. Is a free agent or not? But they still got Olivia Vernon. Ah, we're the linebackers. I can't think of it, but their DBs are also good. Denzel Ward. You got Greedy Williams at safety. Um, 
hey, I'm really blanking on this Browns team, and that really sucks right now. But they got a pretty good. De they have a good defense, and they really showed it this year. Their offense needs some help. I feel like that's the reason why they weren't so much gonna go. They didn't sign them because they didn't want to pay that money, wasting fifteen million dollars on one player when they could use some more offensive weapons and maybe you know some depth. But uh, who else was there? The Titans. I'm surprised they didn't. I'm surprised he didn't sign with them because I feel like a lot of the time players don't care about signing with rival rival teams. Like, how many times does that happen in the NFL? Like, I've been following it for a while now, and it and it seems like it happens every year. You had, this year, Adrian Amos signs with the Packers from the, from the Bears. Um, Kyle Van Noy also signed from the Patriots with the Dolphins. Um, why am I blanking on it? Why am I blanking on teams now? Andre Johnson, I think, signed with the Titans from the Texans. It happens a lot in the NFL. I know that. I just, I, I don't know why it happens. Why players go from, like, get don't give a shit about which team they're signing with. Like, they're going to rivalry teams. Like, you do that. In, John Tavares, my guy right here. If you're watching it on YouTube, I got my John Tavares jersey right here. He is still being scolded by Islanders fans. For signing with his hometown team. And they're not even in the same division. But in the NFL, it seems like it's every year. One player is going from a, from one team to their... Like like Adrian Amos, for example. Bears and Packers are one of the biggest rivals in, 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 the, in the NFL. He's going. He went from there to whatever. That's why I'm surprised he didn't go to the Titans. To be honest with you. I, I thought we would have done it. Because also, like, I'm really getting off track because of, like, how surprised I am that he signed with the Cardinals, to be honest with you. Like, I saw this coming out of nowhere. Like, this came out of nowhere. Signing with the Cardinals. I was talking about the Packers, the Browns, and the Titans being their being the number one suitors for him. And the Bills were one of them. And yet he signs with the Cardinals? What? I predicted him coming to the Packers because it's a hometown team. And he's, he would have been close to his wife. Complete opposite. From what I thought it was going to be. He went to probably one of the hottest states to play in. That's not Dallas. Or not te Dallas. Texas. Sorry, I'm a Canadian. I don't fucking know this shit. Ah. But yeah, he's on the Cardinals now. And uh, I'm going to have to hear it from my buddy. I'm going to have to own an Arizona Cardinals jersey. Actually, I've owned one before. It was a Larry Fitz jersey. No idea where it is. It was also when I was like 11. But... Truth be told, I'm going to own a J.J. Watt Arizona Cardinals jersey. First, I got to find a Texans jersey on uh, clearance because I guess I waited for the right time to get my my favorite player's jersey. And then I got to get his jersey with the Cardinals. Yeah, he signed with the Cardinals. And now I got to hope that the Arizona Cardinals, if the Packers don't ever win the Super Bowl, I got to hope the Arizona Cardinals do. Because I want to see my favorite player win a Super Bowl. And he chose a team that is notorious for not winning a Super Bowl. Uh, I'm just disappointed of all the teams he went to. He had, I, I was hoping he'd be ring chasing. I would have liked to see him in Buffalo. So then the off chance that if borders do open, I can go to a Buffalo game without you know getting COVID. I can watch my favorite player play. He's down the street, basically. He's literally like... 
he could have played, played like three hours away. No, nah, he has to be like a, a whole airplane away. I just, I'm, I'll be honest with you though. Russell Wilson's gonna have a tough time in that division. He's got to deal with Nick Bosa, J.J. Watt, and Chandler Jones. He's well, he's got to deal with the 49ers pass rush for one. He's got to deal with J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones, and then he's got to deal with Aaron Donald on the Rams. Ah, uh, he's got some really good defenses to play against that poor guy I don't see it I like and he's already rumored as is to be leaving I don't which I'm gonna get to that in a second with the Russell Wilson rumors because I don't really buy it to be honest with you and I got my reasons for that but at, I I that guy's gonna like that that division's gonna be tough we uh, I thought we were going to see all four teams make the playoffs this year. But then 49ers had to deal with their injuries. And they dealt with that. And, you know, they didn't really do too well. Which I had to hear a lot about that because my mom's a 49ers fan. And then Arizona just stunk at the end of the year. But still a really good division on paper. Now, uh, I addressed the Russell Wilson thing. Now, if you haven't seen the Russell Wilson stuff that's been coming out, he is rumored to not necessarily want a trade, but he made a list that if they do trade him, these are the teams that he wants to be traded to. And I should have pulled up the list. Ah, you're going to be hearing this the, the arm in the background. I, I do not like that. So I don't really think I need the list. Because I don't think he's getting traded, to be honest with you. Now, here's my thing with Russell Wilson. Uh, he's going to be a Seattle... Like, you get rid of Russell... You get rid of Pete Carroll, in my opinion, before you get rid of Russell Wilson. Because I don't think Wilson is the reason why they're losing. He's one of the best QBs in the NFL. Uh, he's probably the best mobile QB in the NFL. It just doesn't make sense to get rid of him. And my computer's making noises. Sick. Uh, okay. If I'm not mistaken, so I know the Bears were one of them. Uh, I think the Saints were one of them. I think the Cowboys was another. Um... Who else is it? It's like five teams. I think it's the Raiders. It's the Raiders, Bears, Cowboys, Saints, and somebody else I can't think of. Can't be Denver. Um, at the end of the day, I don't think any of them are getting them. Because here's the thing. Maybe Dallas would make would pull the trigger on something like that. Because he's, you know, Dallas. Or because, sorry, they're Dallas. Not he's Dallas. That doesn't really make sense. Yeah, I'm really I'm really trying to find this list. I can't find it. Whatever. I gave some of the teams that are in, uh, that are in on it. So here, okay, I'm going to start off with the most likely one, in my opinion, is he's going to be he's playing with Seattle this year. That's my prediction. 
The most landing, the most likely landing spot for Russell Wilson, in my opinion, is Seattle. He's not going anywhere. You get rid of Pete Carroll before you get rid of Russell Wilson, because at the end of the day, Russell Wilson does what he does has to do on the field, and he has to deal with Pete Carroll's plays. Uh then you got the Bears. I don't want to slander them. But the Bears are kind of notorious for, you know, preferring white QBs. Like, yeah. They're kind of notorious for that. Uh, I don't see them going after Russell Wilson. I also don't see what they can probably possibly give up for him. Like, their first round pick isn't that good this year. They, aren't, they weren't even, a, like, they, they made the playoffs this year. They were the worst team in the playoffs. So they have the worst pick out of all the teams that made the playoffs. But at the end of the day, that isn't a good enough pick to try and land Russell Wilson. And then what are you going to do? Give them Mitch Trubisky? Mitch Trubisky in a first-round pick? Mitch Trubisky isn't even worth... I, you can't even... You, I don't think they'd have the assets. They'd have to give up a bunch of first-round picks. And if they do, it's kind of a stupid move if you ask me. I, you can really use those first-round picks for you know whatever, especially because Allen Robinson probably won't be leaving or probably won't be coming back. He might come back if you land Russell Wilson, but then you got the cap. Then you're gonna have a probably a cap situation. I haven't looked at the cap, but at the end of the day, I don't think the Bears are gonna be going after. Him. I don't think the Bears are gonna land them because you're, they're gonna need a lot. The Saints don't even have the cap space to 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 keep half of their roster they're over a hundred million dollars over the cap like if like at this point they're forcing drew Brees to retire just so they don't get screwed over by the cap they're probably gonna be making a bunch of trades like there's gonna be a lot of guys not coming back from the saints so at this point i don't see the saints making a trade for them the raiders eh maybe trading their car to seattle for Russell Wilson and you know giving them a couple first round picks and uh, a couple picks whatever I can possibly see that it'd make a lot more sense than say like a Mitch Trubisky for Russell like and, and picks for Russell Wilson you would you could probably you know give them less than what the Bears would have to give them because or because of their car he actually had a really good season this year and he's proved that he's a good QB in this league He's not Russell Wilson at the end of the day, so you're going to have to give them picks. And then, who was the other team? And then the Cowboys. The Cowboys couldn't pro- can probably pull it off because of Dak Prescott, you know, if you exchange Dak Prescott for him. But at the end of the day, Dak Prescott dealt with, the, dealt with his injuries, and Dallas, I, well, maybe I could see him going to Dallas. Maybe. In exchange for, like, Dak, Dak Prescott and maybe some picks. I don't see it being a one-for-one trade. But at the end of the day, I don't see a trade with Russell Wilson happening. I think for what from what I see it as, this isn't him saying that he wants out of Seattle. He's trying to make, to leverage them into get into make into he's trying to he's trying to leverage them into help or getting him weapons, giving him a better O-line. Uh, so maybe some, maybe like one more running back. They, they're good for wide receivers. Maybe a tight end. They need weapons, or he needs some new weapons, some more weapons. He needs an offensive line. I just think that that's just a little bit of leverage. 
I don't see him getting traded, especially to the, to the Bears. So, yeah, but I, I, be honest with you, from how it looks like, I think he might get traded before Deshaun Watson does because that's just how the Texans are. That's just how the Texans are. Uh, what else? I think that's it for football. Not really much more happening. We got the... I don't really want to talk about the draft until... Uh, what's it called? The combine happens because... I mean, at the end of the day, it's an oh, it's a pretty good year for QBs, but I feel like there's a few of them that are boomer busts. So I'm gonna be saving the QB or the draft talk, the yeah, the draft talk for the end. Uh but yeah. So I wanted to talk about hockey because you know, living in Toronto. I grew up a Leaf fan, as you can tell. Actually, you probably can't tell because I got a McDavid and a Wad jersey up, but I'm a Leaf fan. And you know what? I want to talk about in general because there's a lot of stuff going on in the NHL. And let me just get to, uh, get this straight to it. Habs fans. I told you so. Woo! Sorry to headphones users, but goddamn. What did I say this year? The Habs are so overrated. So overrated in this league. And I love laughing at it. I'm kidding. I'm not laughing at it because I don't want to jinx it. Knock on wood. I'm laughing at it. It's just. What did I say with my season prediction? The Habs are going to be overrated. The Habs are overrated as a team. Everybody's talking about the Habs. They aren't that good. They had a great start to the season. Wow. Carey Price has a, has a safe percentage, I think, below a 900. Jake Allen is somehow the best goalie on their team. They can't find the scoring. They just fired their coach. This is a team that's overrated. Now, can they still make the playoffs? Yeah, I think so. This is a pretty... It's not that it's a weak division... I think there are teams that are, you know, giving the Leafs fits. Or they're not really teams, but there are good, pretty good teams in this division. I think the Jets are a little bit underrated. I think the Edmonton Oilers are still good. And I like I said it before, the Edmonton Oilers are going to be the team that gives the Leafs the most trouble, even though the Leafs just shut them out two games in a row. But I didn't see the Habs playing going to be that good. I thought they could surprise, and they surprised at the at the beginning of the year, but now they're showing their true colors. They can't beat the Sens. The Leafs have their number. Carey Price just, unless it's against the Leafs for some reason, Carey Price isn't the same goalie. They don't have the scoring to win. Their defense, in my opinion, is a little overrated, but still good. They don't have that star. They don't have that star power that most teams in this division have. Compare, they don't have like a Connor McDavid. They don't, they don't have an Austin Matthews. They don't have a Mark Shifley. Nick Suzuki's good, but he still has to break out. He still has to prove himself in this league. For some reason, that's just how the world works. The Habs are always the, the baby of the league. Like, not, not like crying baby, but like the love child of the league. Everybody loves them. That lovely child that not, they can do nothing wrong. The Leafs are just 
Oh, they lost in the first round. They stink. Oh, their first place is okay. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna end. This is a different Leafs team that we're seeing. Steve Dangle put it best, and I was saying the same thing before, but he said it before me, or publicly before me. You gotta create your own luck, and they are creating their own luck. Why well, a lot of people are complaining that the Leafs are getting lucky? How many times do other teams get lucky against the Leafs? This is a team that's creating their own luck, and you know how you do that? By playing. By playing and working your ass off. This is a different team. Zach Hyman, goddamn, that guy is so much better than Wendell Clark. I said it. I'm going to do, you know what? Full segment about this. If I had to choose, I should have brought my Zach, I should have put my Zach Hyman jersey on this too. Because I already know all these older Leaf fans are going to be coming at me. Yelling at me What are you talking about Zach Hyman is, the be is better than Wendell Clark Zach Hyman is so much better than Wendell Clark And I will die on that hill Zach Hyman is probably one of the most important Leafs on this team and nobody That nobody outside of Toronto talks about That guy is a dog In the corners He's always going in there He's, he's gonna fight and he's gonna He's gonna eat everybody in the corners Just to get that puck out he will commit genocide in the corners of a hockey rink to get a puck. He is like a dog. He's not. He's like a golden retriever, but if it, it was on steroids, he is going to get you that puck. And he he's proven he can score again. He's got six. I think it's three games in a row with a goal. He scored a beauty yesterday. He scored a beauty the night before. He can score. And it's not just on empty netters. Excuse me. This is a deep leaf team. I they did the right thing by getting depth because that's what you need in this uh, this climate of the NHL. This is a good team. They play Edmonton, I think, again tomorrow or today, as I'm releasing. They play they play them again on Wednesday. Sorry. So we're gonna see how that goes. They shut them out twice in a row. I don't see a third one. I well, I I didn't see a second one. Definitely don't see a third one. To be completely honest with you, Connor McDavid doesn't get shut out once in a row. Go pointless once in a row, essentially, and he certainly doesn't get shut out twice in a row. Uh, it's gonna be a little scary what happens on Wednesday, but yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited for that game. We don't know if Frederick Adams is going to be back. We don't know if, if Austin Matthews is going to be back. But this is at least seen. They're proving that they can win. They've gone through... I think they've already lost like about almost 60 man games lost. I think. I th I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I, I don't look at that stuff. But they've lost a lot of man games. Compared to a lot of teams already. That haven't dealt with, you know, COVID. I'm talking about like injuries. This is a team that's finding ways to win. And they're doing it well this year. Last year, they or years before, they just won, but they didn't find ways to win. They won games, but they never really fought for a lot of them. You know, they dealt with a lot of injuries last year compared to this year. But, like, what's the difference with the rosters? I'm not, I don't think it's a difference with the rosters. I think it's a difference with the mentality. This is a good team to watch. And I love watching this team, man. It's beautiful. Ah. Oh. But yeah, so doesn't really other than that, I haven't really kept up with a lot of the NHL because the Lake Tahoe games only happened once. 
not too many trades happening, so don't really have anything to talk about with that. I don't know why I turned on this light that's right beside the camera because it's blinding me. So, yeah. I think that's going to be it for this week. Uh, JJ Watt's a Cardinal. The Leafs are sick. Edmonton got shut out twice in a row by the Leafs' backup and third-string goalie. Uh, Russell Wilson isn't going to the Bears. The Habs stink. And life is good. Hey, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me on Instagram at Bonavoda. You can also follow the, the podcast on Instagram at Leading the Pack Pod. Follow my Twitter at Bonavoda underscore with a capital B. I don't know what else to say. All I know is with this jacket and this hair and my slick back hair with that's kind of curly, I can already tell. I kind of look like somebody from Sons of Anarchy. And if you like that show, let me know how it is because I still got to start watching it. Uh, that's it for this week. Uh, I will see y'all next week when Edmonton gets shut out three times in a row by the Leafs. Ciao.